you found it, the Wichita Wow podcast with your host, Ed Fox. We'll be talking to Wichitans about the things they love about their city and what they themselves are doing in their community. Be sure to like, follow and subscribe. Thanks for listening. G'day viewers and listeners, we're back with another great episode of Wichita Wow. Now you might think that Wichita, Kansas is this little sleepy cattle community because you watched a show uh what was that show was it uh, gunsmoke was it gunsmoke you know was it, yeah was it gunsmoke you know and wichita was like the 1880s wild west that isn't wichita anymore it is a vibrant city with a great entrepreneurial culture and i'm excited to have today as my guest deborah lee g'day deborah how you doing hello good morning doing wonderful well, that is great. So, Deborah, tell us a little bit. Are you from Wichita originally? I am from Wichita. So, yeah, okay. I've been here most of my life. Moved away off and on, but this is home. This is home right. base. <laughs> right, yeah. So, Alice and I, my wife's Kansas girl, born and bred. Uh, I say Australian by birth, American by choice. And uh, we've, been, we've been in Kansas, still own property, still own businesses in Kansas since 1990, uh, in Wichita mm -hmm. specifically. And then um, 2020, we got an opportunity to buy a business down in Nashville. So we're down here building it, but we're still running businesses in Wichita as well and still have family in Wichita. Uh, so I love I love bragging on Wichita when I'm down in Nashville. You know, they're like, Wichita, there's nothing in Wichita. I'm like, oh, don't get me started. Like how good Wichita is. Uh, and talk about traffic. You talk about Nashville traffic and Wichita traffic. I'll take Wichita traffic any day. Uh, so, so Deborah, tell me a little bit about your history and what it is you do and what you're currently working on. Well, okay. So um, I've done a lot of fun things throughout my life that have mainly revolved around business. And so it makes perfect sense that what I'm doing now is I, uh, and I've been doing this for a great number of years, 45 plus years, is um, I'm a business coach as well as a life coach. And I love helping people succeed. So I just kind of, you know, ask questions, help them process what they're doing, uh, pour in a little bit of um, knowledge. When you're as old as I am, you kind of gain some wisdom. <laughs> you're, experienced. So, you're not old, you're experienced. There we go. <laughs> and so, it, you know, I just kind of give some people uh, life advice. and. Um, uh, they get to make their own decisions, but I'm just here to help them process um, what's happening in their lives, whether it's business, whether it's spiritual, whether it's personal. Uh, so we just kind of um, do that. And so I'm also a writer, author, blogger, so I love writing. And so um, that's always been a passion of my life as well. So um, I just enjoy helping people. And through my writings, that's what I do. So it's not yeah. like I'm a fiction or nonfiction writer. It's just I, I write help stuff. Right. So I, everything okay. I do is involved around that. So do you, are you more of a blogger or do you have books that people can purchase? I do. I have a couple of books that are published that people can purchase. And then I'm also a blogger. So okay. two books out. Um, it is what it is, but it wasn't a tragedy is my life story. 
And uh, it's a very interesting read, roller coaster life in my past. Uh, but I used the lessons I've learned from my past, and I uh, wrote a Bible study book. It's called Making Wise Choices, the Most Important Life Skill to Master. And so that is a six-month course that people take from me. And it's learning how to make better choices for our lives. And so we use the two books together for that. So, And then blogging, I just blog. I put out newsletters. And so I just like writing and helping people. So tell me, when it comes to your business coaching, do you have a particular niche or niche? What? Okay, let me ask you that. Niche or niche? Niche or niche? I like niche. Niche. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm about 50-50 right now from people that I've asked that. So it's like, it's sort of like uh, I heard somebody say the other day, you know how you have a Facebook meme? Somebody uh -huh. said, a meme -y. A Mimi. I said, wasn't that the lady on Drew Carey? I'm like, I don't think Mimi will catch on, but maybe I'm wrong, you know, but at least niche and niche is, is spread. So do you have a favorite uh, niche in business coaching? Sure. I love working with startups. Now I work with all kinds, but startups is really fun. And I love watching people take their ideas and grow them and so uh it's like it starts out as dreams and things and then we can develop it into something and so that's always fun to work with startups but then i also get those who have been in business for a while and they're stuck right. or they don't know how to take it to the next level so i'll work with them as well but my passion is startups i think that is just so fun and exciting and there are some times when people will come to me with an idea and I just have to say, mm, we need to do some more homework on this. But, you know, I just right. don't think this is a thing. So um, and I hate telling people that I don't like busting bubbles, but it's like we have to get real, too. So right. yeah, I always find I always say because I'm the same as you. I like startups. I like working zero to 100,000 in revenue. I like helping those businesses. Uh, that to me is the most fun because you can see the, you can have the biggest impact. Uh, now that's not to say we can't have impact with the hundred thousand or the million dollar business because sometimes just a little shift can see a huge impact. But it, it just to see that light bulb go on with an entrepreneur that's a startup because I, okay, other question for you. Is a business owner and an entrepreneur the same thing? Well, it's a trick question. I have an opinion. It's not a trick question, so I'm not looking for a right answer, but I am interested in your answer. I, I believe it is. Okay. Because um, I, I work with, I work across the board with people. I work with MLMs. I work with, uh, you know, I work with people across the board. And even in an MLM, you can find a great entrepreneur in there, okay? Right. Someone that understands business, wants to know how to do better. And sometimes they'll take their skills from what they learned in an MLM and go start a brick and mortar business and because they've learned a lot through the MLM. And so the entrepreneur, I'll say I had this happen once. I worked for this guy. And he owned this business that had been around for 65 years. He had inherited it from his father. Uh, and then he had hired me to come in to help kind of do some things because he didn't know how to do them. And so it, he looked at me one day and he goes, you know, I needed you years ago. He says, because I'm a manager. I'm not an entrepreneur. 
Right. Reminds me of the uh, E-Myth book, right, where it says, you know, we're either a technician, we're good at building, making pies or building uh, violins, but we're not necessarily a good business person. So my contention is that a lot of business owners don't have entrepreneurial skills. So a, a business owner to me is every entrepreneur is a business owner, but not every business owner is an entrepreneur. Because I find, I do yeah, I do believe. That. I find if people come from, say, corporate or something, or inherit a business, they're trying to hold on to the business. They're not necessarily uh, thinking of all the risk that they can take to grow the business, right? Whereas yeah. entrepreneurs are comfortable with a certain level of risk. Most certainly, right. that's, that's the dividing line right there with most right. people. Yeah. And when I have newbies come to me, I say, okay, are you willing to do this, this, and this? And are you willing to do this, this, and this? And they look at me like a deer in a headlight look. Right. Like, what? You're an alien. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm not willing to do any of that. Then you're not an entrepreneur. You're never going to make this fly. Right. So, yeah. You need to find it. <laughs> yes. You need to go help an entrepreneur because you can be a great manager and you'd be a great. That's why Alice and I have been married for 33 years. And, uh, you know, uh she's the most wonderful wife in the world and that's trademark that's what i like to say for those of you watching the video i'll i'll do the background flash that i like to do this is the most wonderful wife in the world this is a couple of years ago i was a little bit chubbier there but uh this uh, this is my favorite picture of us because this was the picture that the photographer was trying to capture which is us just looking forward and then as he's changing out lenses, she starts blowing in my ear and I'm like, quit that, you know, and he captures <laughs> one of those. So, uh, so that's pretty cool. But, um, but she is that sort of person. She is a great manager, a great detail oriented person. And I have the vision of, and I'm prepared to take the risk, right. Of where I want to go next of the things that I want to do. And she's always there supporting me and helping me and and saying, look, you know, that risk is a bit too much for me. But if you think we can make it work, like, let's go for it. Right. Yeah. Entrepreneurs are risk takers. That's just it's in your blood. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So tell me about some of the other things that you've been involved with and you've started you. So I'm a I'm a big MLM guy too. I loved MLM. I, so I started my first business at 15, built it to 18, and then saw Amway, the Amway business, uh, which was the granddaddy of them all. Um, and so what happened with that is, and g'day, Monty. Hello, everybody. How are you doing, Monty? Hey, this is my Wichita Wow podcast, my Wake Up Call with Paul podcast finished at 11 and this is the 11 to 11 30 podcast oh my goodness that's terrible my apologies but good to meet everybody yeah good to meet you too and uh debbie uh deborah lee is in wichita monty is canadian and we're british commonwealth me being an aussie and also uh we won't hold that against him but uh thanks for jumping on so while you're on here monty uh deborah are you on alignable at all do you do much on alignable not for Pardon? me the Alignable platform, the social media platform Alignable. Never heard of it? I'm not familiar with that one. Okay, wow. So I've got some fun stuff to talk to her about. Monty and I are ambassadors for Alignable, which is uh, pretty amazing. Monty, I'll let you go and we can catch up later. There you go. So, and uh, maybe we'll edit that part out. Maybe we won't. I don't know. That'll be up to my producer. Um, 
but you've done so, so with me with multi-level i saw amway my folks had been in amway and were successful when i was 13 um and then at 18 this guy comes into my shop and he's, he's six foot tall he's normally outgoing and his head's down he's like oh, i got something i want to talk to you about you know like they don't know how to prospect right and so yeah. i'm like is this amway and he says some words that i can't repeat he says, how did you get that out of what I said? I said, I've been looking to do Amway for years since I saw my parents do it. Uh, how do I join? He's like, is this candid camera? Are you pranking me? You know, I said, no, 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 I'm serious. And so I go around to his house that afternoon and sign up. And I put 800 people in my downline in the next eight months. And of course, you don't do it by yourself. You have people, right? But mm -hmm. the things I learned with Amway, I was just talking about this with another entrepreneur last night he was in an Amway group up in Chicago, the things he learned, he took and started a successful janitorial business and then added seven other businesses to that. And he gives all credit to the system that MLMs teach, good ML MLMs teach. And um, so I think what you were saying earlier about that is, is very important. Do you have a particular, uh, you're doing some other things. Were you involved with the Hive? Is that you? Uh, it, it's been a while, but yes, I was yep. I was there for a bit, and okay. um, you know, uh, and then when I started uh, my brick and mortar, I had to drop out of the hive, but because I was had to go to work, you know, 60, 70, 80 hours a week, but you know, that's what you do. So, um, so yeah, I was there for a bit. Okay, mm -hmm. so I, I think that's when I'd first run into you and networking and stuff was through that. Maybe was when you were at the hive. Um, maybe. Um, yeah, of course, I owned At The Market for a oh. great number of years. And so we may have yeah. met through that, too. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so tell me about what you're doing now with your business consulting. Who, um, If somebody's listening to this and, and they're like, wow, she sounds amazing. How do I get on her radar? How do I get some of her help? How would somebody do that? Well, they can email me. That's just the easiest way to get a hold of me. So okay. uh, email me. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn. So people can find me on LinkedIn, but um, no longer on Facebook, thanks to some criminals. So I'm no longer on the Facebook platform. That's so, what happened to my wife too, is they mm -hmm. hacked her account and, and we couldn't get it back. And so she started a new one, but it's just a lot of, a lot of aggravation. I, 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 do you teach people that social media isn't theirs? you teach them that because that's what I've been teaching some of my clients is they think they a lot of their business comes from Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, mostly Facebook and Instagram, car detailers, flowers, um, cookie lady. So, and I'm saying you've got to get another platform. You've got to build your email list, right? Right. So what I teach people is these platforms are great for funnels. Uh, but you need to make sure that all these platforms are sending people to your website because uh, the website is pretty stable if you're with a good company. So it's not like one of these other platforms that could go down or you could be hacked real easy and lose them. And right. so I tell everybody not to put all their eggs in one basket. So spread it out a bit. And uh, but make sure that everything is leading to your website where they can purchase or um get a hold of you or whatever um, and uh, build your newsletters, you know, because those email lists are vital as well. Again, you have control of those. So um, most certainly, yeah, there's nothing wrong. And I teach people the different platforms, but it's like, but don't put, you know, someone said, I'm making tons of money off of TikTok and that scares me. 
<laughs> that's wonderful but let's let's spread it out a little bit yeah, that's why i have i have you know like a 10 different youtube channels i have two tiktok channels and i have like 30 facebook pages and groups because i'm not going to put all my eggs in one basket now it's hard to manage all that but uh the results are my my email list has been built to such a degree that I can use it if everything else was to stop tomorrow, I would still have access to my clients, which is, which is key. Yeah. Are you a business owner tired of paying cash for everything you do? There's a better way to get what you need without breaking the bank. It actually avoids the bank. Introducing Trade Bank of Wichita. Trade Bank helps businesses reduce expenses by exchanging your business's used goods and services for what you need without using cash. Plus, with Trade Bank, you'll have access to a network of businesses eager to trade with you, bringing in new opportunities for growth and success. Sometimes barter is smarter. With Trade Bank, apply today at wichita.tradebank.com. So what else are you what what else are you doing? What's your favorite passion project right now? <laughs> right now, my favorite passion project is uh, uh, I got a bunch of them, but, but I got a couple of books that are in the works, and um, so one of them's almost done. Another one, you know, needs to be revised a little bit. So maybe I'll be publishing a couple more books. Um, I still just love meeting with people and uh just pouring into their lives that that is the main thing right now so i'm right. i'm a little bit limited physically what i can do to to a health situation right now but but other than that i'm still very active i'm still meeting with people and uh and i'm you know i'm always amazed and thankful for all the referrals that are sent my way so uh that keeps me pretty busy <laughs> right yeah i could imagine and would you say that living in wichita do you ever find people from outside of Wichita think of Wichita as this little small town that's sleepy and not much going on? Yes, it's been a few years ago, but I remember someone from back in New York saying, is that where the cowboys and Indians are? <laughs> and they just had to bust up laughing. I said, no, we're, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, Alice tells a story. She went to Mid-American Nazarene University up in Olathe, right? And she graduated there in 82. But one of the one of the kids in her class or in her classes was from New York, actually, and said, so do they have roads that go to Cimarron? Because my wife's from Cimarron, Kansas, out by Dodge to Dodge City, she said. And Alice said, well, you can drive to Wichita and then you have to take the stagecoach from Wichita to Dodge City and you have to watch out for you know, natives and that sort of stuff and the buffalo and all that. And the girls like eyes got this big, evidently, you know, and this is 1981 or so. Uh, it's like just it, it's crazy. But I still get those questions about Australia, too. Like, can you keep kangaroos as a pet? You know, do you, do you have do you walk them down the street like you do a dog? You know, I'm like, people, there's Internet and there's YouTube channels and there's. They still ask, you know, it's it's just funny. So what's one of your favorite places around Wichita, uh, one of your Wichita wows? That's what this podcast is called, is Wichita wow. So what's one of your wows in Wichita, whether it be food or just whatever whatever type of place? Oh, I got some, I got several favorite places. Right, we got but... three that we want. We want three Wichita wows. Okay. 
I can give you three that I am there. I'm there a lot. So I, I obviously love them. So uh, the first one is Sojourner's Coffee House. That's oh, located. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maple and uh, Ridge Road. Um, yeah. And they have a wonderful mission uh, to help veterans transition back into uh, civilian life. And so when you go in there, they have their price list with all the items they sell, but it's all on donation. Right. So you just donate, you can give tips as well. Um, and it just helps their missions. They're, they're a nonprofit. And that's and Maple so, and Ridge, right? Maple, Maple and Ridge. And Ridge. Yeah. yeah, in that little shopping center there. And um, I, I have a ladies group that's called Ladies Circle. We meet there once a week, and that is a group of business owners, um, as well as our customers or friends or whatever come to this. And so we meet there. So uh, we get our meeting there, and it's just a fun meeting. We just sit around and talk. But uh, it's also helping this mission that Showjourners has. And so, yes, we we love to support that. And then I also take clients and stuff there to meet too, right. you know, on an yep. individual basis. So that's good too. So it's one of my favorites yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Another one is called the sweet spot. It's a little restaurant out on West central, like around central and Tyler area. And it's a, um, just kind of a fine dining place, but it's not overdone. Uh, you're not, you don't feel like you're in the masses when you're there. So you can have conversation and, and things there. Nice food. It's kind of artsy food. I like that. The chef is wonderful. And they also have a banquet room. Uh, so if you have a banquet, you can have the room. And they do a Sunday brunch as well. They're normally only open in the evening for dinner, but it's really nice. So I like to take clients there. Uh, if I have family in from out of town or wherever, that's a place I like to go uh just because it's nice and you can and talk I'm, right and i've never i've i've not really ever had any trouble whether it be a friday or saturday night or whatever of getting a table mm -hmm. you know some places are it, it's i mean it's not empty by any stretch of the imagination but but there's room you know maybe us talking about it there won't be room by the time that everybody goes <laughs> there but you know the, the, and for those of you that don't know where it is Think of where the old Amarillo Grill was right there on Central that is now the Blue Moon Catering. It's right next door. I forget what it was before the sweet spot. Was it a? Oh, it was Krispy Kreme, wasn't it? Was it that Krispy, where the Krispy Kreme? Kreme building was? I think it's big enough for the, anyway, but yeah, you're right. It's like right around that area. So between, uh, between, what is that? Between Tyler and Ridge on Central mm -hmm. opposite, um, is it opposite Bishop Carroll? It's just down it over there. pretty much opposite Bishop Carroll, yeah. Yeah, so mm -hmm. great little place. Okay, two out of three. What's your third? Oh, the Learning Library, the Wichita Learning Library. Oh, my goodness. I'm not familiar. Oh, it's the new li downtown library. It's the new okay. one. It's second in McLean. Oh, okay. Um, I, I didn't know that's what it was called. Okay. Yes, and it is phenomenal if you have not been. So they offer all kinds of services there. I use their collaboration rooms. This is where I teach my classes. Uh, this is where I do one-on-ones with clients when we're doing private stuff. You know, it's not a coffee house topic where we're actually going through business plans or something. Um, and so they have these, these rooms in different sizes you can get. They have a room that is a conference room size. It's very nice. Uh, they have 3D printing and AV studio. Um, you can use Chrome, Chromebooks, laptops. They have um, 
a copy fax print thing, uh, meeting rooms, tech classes, outside of all the great books, books they have there. And then they've got like a patio for an evening event, outdoor patio, second floor. And it's not expensive. Evening. The rooms aren't expensive to rent, right? Most of the collab rooms I use are free. Oh, okay. You just have to, just have to schedule them. So um, you get you have about a week. That's about all the leeway they give you. And how schedule. many people will fit into those collaboration rooms? How many people? Right. You can do a four or a six. Okay. In those rooms. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so it's just really, there's a lot of neat things there. Now, they did take the coffee shop out, but they do still have the seating there along with vending machines for food and drinks. So you can still uh, get that. So, and, and they have a ton of programs that run out of there. They also have a large uh, room for if you're doing events and things, they also have that available. So, so it's just, there's just so much that happens out of there and they always have some type of event, an author or somebody coming to do a book signing. So yeah, it's a pretty cool place. And I enjoy taking my clients there. It's nice and clean. It's beautiful. Right. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So if, if you had somebody say to you, uh, give me a, give me a elevator pitch on why somebody should consider Wichita as a great place to raise a family and do a business, what would that be? Oh my goodness. You can't go wrong in Wichita. There is so much to do here. You know, the veterans here, they the veterans have looked here all their life. They're like, there's nothing to do here. Oh, there is. You just have to poke around. I'm just saying right. there's always something going on here. Right. And um, there's, and a lot of it is uh, great for children because there's so many learning, different learning experiences like exploration place and our library. And uh, so it's great for kids and you can usually find a neighborhood where you're close to a grade school. So, you know, really close. And so uh, it's a big city, but it's not big, if that makes sense. So, you know, there's it makes it to where you have lots of options for shopping, um, for medical needs. We have lots of resources here. Uh, schools are great. Uh, so yeah, there's all kinds of reasons why Wichita um, should be more on the map. <laughs> right. And cost of living, the fact that we can still buy a house there at three bedroom, two bath house. I, when we're recording this in 2023, I'm in Nashville looking for somewhere and it's ridiculous. You can't buy a chicken coop with a solar panel for under 400 grand down here. It's, it's a joke. You know, and I, I think about the houses we've lived in Wichita and, you know, we bought our first house down by South High um, and it was it was three bedroom, one bath built in the 50s. Uh, today, I think you can still get that sort of house for like 110. I mean, that's ridiculously mm -hmm. cheap compared to the rest of the country. 110, okay. 120. So, yeah, I love, no, I, I love Wichita. I love Wichita. The, the school teachers I run into are some of the best school teachers in the country. Uh, I don't think yeah. they get paid enough. I'd like to see them get paid some more, but that's, you know, that's beyond my pay grade. Um, but I, I, and Exploration Place is a great example of some of, just one of the cool things that we can do in Wichita. So I'm right there with you. Deborah, thanks so much for being on the show and being one of our early guests. Uh, I'm excited. I appreciate any feedback. And, and folks, if you've got somebody that should be featured on the show, and don't worry, we'll have all of Deborah's contact information in the show notes. Uh, you'll be able to find us on all the social media platforms and on the 
podcast platforms. We're on iHeart and Amazon and Apple and you name it, we're on there because I have the most wonderful producer who does a great job. She's my favorite daughter. She's my only daughter, but she is my favorite daughter. Um, and she'll do a great job of this. But uh, Deborah, come back in six months or so and tell us about what's going on, would you? I would love to do that. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. All right. Have a good day. Yeah, good day. Thank you. You found it, the Wichita Wow podcast with your host, Ed Fox. We'll be talking to Wichitans about the things they love about their city and what they themselves are doing in their community. Be sure to like, follow and subscribe. Thanks for listening.